0: So in today's
1: episode ladies we have a really special episode to share with you. We have uh, not one not two but three other guests <laughs> on our show today. Um and what I, what I loved about our our episode here we have Anna Kelly, Pili Rusi and Yang Nguyen, all very uh, seasoned real estate investors. Uh and what makes their story and their past so special is that they do it with social impact. They're not just investing for investing's sake. They're they're investing and creating social impact. So we kind of weave that into the whole episode and give you ideas and thoughts on and how you can also do that in, in just one way, not like changing the world, but but in the way you're doing it. So really powerful episode. And uh, was such a pleasure having all these powerhouse women on our show today.
2: Absolutely. And as we, we get more "Quote unquote experience." I didn't want to say older, but as we get more experience, <laughs> we look at the numbers, of course, but we also look at how much time that project requests from us, the team, how pleasant it's to work with the team, and how it fits our lifestyle. And social impact is such a, a big deal, right? For for a lot, of, a lot of women. So in this episode, we talk about. How can you get started, even if you are not a multifamily syndication, but if you're just getting started, you have your single family uh, portfolio? How can you start doing with small things and why those ladies are involved? And we also share a little bit more about the Trailblazer project. It was a project very dear to my heart, um, which is a project a syndication project led and inspired by women only. And we share how. Uh, uh, you can be part of it. And what's the goal with this this project that has a big, big social impact to help women in transition? Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor
1: Show, where we are all about empowering women to live a financially free and balanced life. Right, Andressa? We say that every week and we need to keep saying it because that is what we stand for.
2: hundred percent. And whatever balance means to you.
1: Yes, yes. We got together with some ladies this weekend and they were repeating things that we're saying. So we were like, oh, this is weird, right? (laughs) But um, welcome back. If this is your first time with us, thank you so much for taking time. Um, We are all about um, supporting you in your investing journey. And that that looks always a little differently to everyone. And that's why we like to say we're on this journey with you. Uh, If you're someone who's been listening to us for a while... Thank you for coming back. We know there's a lot of things to listen to and consume. So we appreciate your time so, so much. Um, we have a really special uh, episode, right, Andressa? Yes. Uh, I want to just introduce, I want to just say hello to the ladies here. Um, it's very rare that we have a uh, multiple ladies on this. So if we do, it's for a really, really important reason. Yes. <laughs> so I want to just really quickly say hello to Yang, to Pili, to Anna, and we're going to introduce them in a moment. But just thank you for being here on our, our special episode. We're excited to be here and be a part of a great discussion. Yes, yes, Yang us. and Pili, thank you. All right. So Andressa, we always like to connect with the women listening, right? We like to kind of yeah. share some sort of tip, something that came up for us, because mm-hmm. if it's coming up for us, it's probably coming up for other women out there. So you yeah. are on this, you're on the you're on the docket here today.
2: So I don't know if is is because I'm getting older <laughs> or not, but I'm more selected to to the projects that I am involved. I think at the beginning of my career, I was looking at the spreadsheet only, and that was determination if I was going to put my time into that project or not. And I encourage all the the women out there that even if you're starting or more seasoning to, to look beyond the spreadsheet. And I'll share what I what I do, right? I look at the team, who is involved. Do I enjoy working with those people? How much time this project is going to take from from me or required from me to be successful? You know, I'm quite not excited if there is a project with a lot of profit involved, but there's a lot of time that's gonna take it from me. I rather take less profit and less time that fits more my my lifestyle now and the lifestyle itself i also look at the stress level right i'm not i'm not taking that i already i already paid my dues so i am only looking at projects that really fit those criterias that i set up for myself and that works for me and for my family so i encourage all of you that are listening to look at your family, your lifestyle. The pandemic shift things around. And, and I had to adjust. And I'm sure you guys had to do to do the same. So not like one formula fits all, right? It's not like this spreadsheet that said, oh, if you make X amount, that is a yes. To me, that is not the only criteria that I use to determine if a deal is a deal. And another very important criteria that I am thinking more and more, and that's what is going to be the theme of today's episode, is the social impact. How am I impacting the community itself? Is there other ways that I can help women in real estate uh, or women that are in transition, which is our case uh, most of the time, uh, and support them. So the social impact is a very important topic to me. And that's what we're going to talk about today, right, Liz? How love it. we are cool. looking to focus uh, on uh, social impact projects. Well, I love really what you're saying. A lot to us.
1: Yes, and I want to, as there's a lot to, to go there. I want to just mention something that you're saying is really important. We are taught so many times about criteria, investment criteria, the market, yeah. the numbers. That's, we all know that women listening to this, but yet what you're saying is really neat to say how much, how much of my time is going to be invested? Is there a social impact? So, so we encourage you ladies listening, if you get nothing else set up today, make sure you have that criteria and make sure it's the criteria that serves you in your life. And it's not just numbers, but it's something more than that, right? So I just, I love what you're saying. I just want to just, you know, reiterate that for the women listening, because um, it's your criteria. It's no one else's. So no one else is going to tell you what that should be except you. So just wanted to say that really quick. Um, so yes, without further ado, so excited to have these three amazing women. Uh, not that not only are they amazing investors, they're amazing women, right? Uh, in so many ways, uh, and we really respect these three in, in a lot of a lot of different ways. So we're excited to have you all on. Um, to kick things off, I thought it would be really cool uh, to kind of just ask you each uh, to share. Why social impact is important to you when it comes to investing? Um, where did that come from? How, did that, how does that come up for you, and what does that look like for you? So, I you know it's a broad question to kind of kick things off, but it'd be great for the women listening to get to know each of you and and also know that reason. So, um, Anna, I'm going to start with you.
0: Right, you know something that came up for me that that is a, a what I think about a lot in my own business is in order to really create financial freedom and have that balance, we have to have a truly compelling vision of what we want our lives to look like, right? And so a lot of people kind of put the cart before the horse and we say, we want to make X number of dollars. And if we just have this much money, life will be great, right? Or we need X number of doors. Instead of saying, what is, the, what is my greater purpose? What am I here for? what kind of life is going to inspire me and compel me to go to work every day and to do what i do and so having a really compelling vision of what you want your life and your business to look like has to be the first thing and for most of us we we want more than just we want more money and we want success we want a life that that inspires us and that we know we're really living in the purpose that god created us for and for me you know, I, I think that things happen in life for us and they lead us to discovering what that purpose is. And we don't always know in the beginning. And so we're, you know, just trying to figure it out. And for me, I grew up in Section 8 housing. And so because I grew up in a really difficult environment, I had a, a mother who was a battered woman. She went through multiple marriages and really never had anyone to show her how to escape that and how to be able to support her family and leave abuse. And so it was really important to me from a very young age to figure out how do I escape poverty? And then it gave me the heart and compassion to wanna go back and help others that were just like me and just like my mother. And so for a long time, as I've grown my portfolio, the compassion piece has been really important, but I knew that I was made to go back and make a greater impact on women in apartments. I just didn't know how. And so as I've grown and as I've grown my business, it's not worth it to me to do a deal just to do a deal. Um, I don't need more money. I'd like more money. We all want more. We want to leave legacy, legacy well. But the beauty about living within your purpose and creating true financial freedom is it allows you to say, what do I want to do? What fuels me? What am I passionate about? And now we have the opportunity to go back and say, the number one thing that fuels me about this deal is I get to impact people. I get to work with great people. I get to influence my residents and help them, you know, to rise up and to live their greater purpose. So it's, it's what I think about, number one, above and beyond just the numbers. We can do lots of deals. There's lots of deals out there that the numbers check the boxes. But if they don't fuel us and lead us to, you know, living out our greater purpose and impacting other people, you know, to me, it's just not worth getting up for every day.
1: And I love I love what you're saying um, for so many reasons. Thank you for sharing that with us. What what was coming up for me too is I think a lot of the women listening, and sometimes we do need to make the choice of some women think they need to make the choice. I either help people or I make money, mm. and so I think that comes up for people, especially in some part of their life at some point in their life as as investors. So I love what you're saying because not only not only is it going to fuel you, but you're going to be more as a more effective investor. You're going to be a more successful investor. And I just wanted to really reiterate that because it's not not an either or to like choose, but it's more of like, this is actually going to move you towards your goals faster and with more peace and with more energy if you're actually on purpose because you're going to lose steam. We've all lost steam in new endeavors when our heart's not into it. I don't know about anyone else. So I just wanted to say that because I think a lot of women could think, you know, I have to choose in some ways, but they don't. So I love what you're saying. Peely. share a little bit about your uh, journey around how, why, why is social impact so important to
3: you? I also want to like continue your conversation on losing steam because it's happened to all of us, right? Yeah. And for, for me, it's exactly what you said. It's when I lose the focus, I lose what my value proposition is. I lose what my mission is. Because when I come back to that, when you come back to center, when you come back to you, what's most important to you, that's where the drive comes. And I see all these ladies like nodding their head. And I know you're nodding your head with us as you're listening, because what's in your heart, what you love to do, what you, who you love to help, that is what's going to get you up in the morning. Like Anna said, she's not going to get up just for money. We can make money. Money is easily made. It can be printed. We can go out and work. We can go out and do what we know how to do. We can raise funds. But if we're not coming from a place of heart, a place of center, then what does it actually mean? So when I got into real estate, My mission statement was to raise communities one house at a time. And this comes back from my construction um, background with uh, Jason's family, my husband's family. And this comes back from uh, flipping homes and taking these flood ravaged homes and lifting, actually lifting them up because I have a house raising company, lifting them up and creating these beautiful homes out of out of flood, like I said, flood-ravaged homes—homes that people do, did not want anymore.
2: Can I just and- stop you for a second? Because I remember interviewing you, Billy, for the first time, and when Billy said, "I lift homes," I thought that was like, like a, an analogy. She was like lifting <laughs> them, bringing them back to life, and then she's like, "No, no, I literally <laughs> lift." Them. So uh, check Tilly's episode about that. I was like, what are you
3: talking about, woman? <laughs> I remember that. That, that was... was a long time ago, but yeah. <laughs> well, but it comes back to what, what, what we believe in, just what you said, Andressa. Like we take these, these homes that nobody wants. And I know as women, as human beings, male or female, really, we have those moments where we don't feel. Like we're worth anything, especially, especially like, like you, Anna, and we've had this conversation before my background mirrors yours in so many different ways. I, I don't know my real father. My mom was single until I was eight. We went from home to home. We lived in people's garages. We lived in, I could go down a rabbit hole with that. So back to the raising communities, one home at a time. It's also raising women, one woman at a time. Imagine if we can just help one woman each day, every single one of us, that would be exponential. So my raising communities one home at a time has turned into just simply raising communities because of what we do. And as we raise these communities, we can bring women with us that are desperate to feel what we feel feel that that knowledge that they too can raise themselves up and we can give them that knowledge how to raise themselves up how to how to take their take their finances their freedom their themselves to the next level see that's what gets me up in the morning that's what makes me take that step forward so from lifting homes to flipping, to wholesaling, to multifamily. Now that we're in multifamily, how many people do we get to help? And it's not because, it's not because the numbers work. Well, yeah, the numbers have to work, like we've said. But we make the numbers work while, while raising these communities and creating a safe place for women, children, families to live. And we're just taking it a step further now. Now we're mindfully inserting the impact, the the ability to help women into our underwriting, into the numbers to make sure it works out for everyone. Love it. That's great. That's great. I have this vision of just
1: raising the community. So that's neat as you're talking, I saw this vision. Um, (laughs) Yang, why don't you share a little bit about your... um, your journey to, you know, why this topic of social impact with investing is so important to you. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Um, I will be honest and say that when I first started, like everyone said, right, everything is focused on the number. Does the cash flow work? Does the IRR work? Does the cash on cash return work, right? Everything is about the number. So when, and I have, I volunteer my whole life, my purpose was providing students with education physical activity and access to art like that has not been doing my whole life right yet when I got into investing that was separate from my social impact like it's like separation of church and state like somehow those two in my mind just didn't mix and somewhat it felt for me like it was Conditionally, like you hear about amazing people doing amazing investing with social impact, right? But somehow in my mind, that was conditional. Like I have to have X number of unit, I have to have X amount of money in order to even invest with social impact. And now looking back, right? And of course, looking back, everything is great in 2020, but it's kind of these conversation that showing people like hey it is possible like you don't have to wait to make a social impact and so for me you know I was born and raised in Vietnam I came over for college Um, and my both my parents were teachers so education is something that was super important to me so I started you know tutoring kids in orphanage when I was in high school In college, I tutor um, at a Somali refugee center. And then after college, I volunteer at a woman's shelter where we take kids out, provide them with fun activities so that the woman can have kind of that hour and a half to themselves, take a yoga class, just have that time for themselves, right? But like that is something that I, at the moment, at that moment, I didn't realize that was important to me. That was something that I was just doing. And now reflecting back, right? Everything makes a lot of sense to me. That, hey, you know, and education is always important to me. It, like providing access for children is always important to me. Um, but I if I were to do it again, I would probably just stop. And instead of thinking, like, hey, maybe I can do or make a difference when i at this level, right? I would probably stop right now and just like, well, what's important to me right now? Can I do this right now? And I'm a hundred percent sure that the answer is yes, that you can do it right now. No matter if you think it's small, large, whatever, like right now is where that. Well,
2: oh, what's fascinating I know Yang. She's a scientist, right? And I hang out with her. She's on our membership. We travel together. And a lot of the stuff that she just said right now, I am like, what? What? That's incredible and and it, here's why i i want to bring this up because then like next time that i i, I am with her i want to know more about that and i and i question myself how many other women that i hang out with that i don't know what they have done or what they are involved what type of social work social impact they are already doing so I encourage every single one of you to start those conversations. You might be surprised as I am right now to know all those amazing things that she has done um, in the past, uh, no matter what. And, And I think that the biggest questions that you guys probably have right now when you're listening is like, well, I have that or this on my heart, but I just don't know how how can i as yang said reconcile right my investment and my purpose so mm-hmm. anna let me ask you how what would you say to the ladies that are listening like and they're saying yes but yes but i have financial responsibilities or yes i need to bring the return to to the inv- to the investors for the yes but people
4: <laughs> uh-huh.
2: what what recommendation um would you would you give it to them that they're still like rustling that and they don't have the 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 entire plan in their head therefore they're not even starting
0: yeah it's it's so hard for women especially you know if you're you're busy and you're raising kids and you're building a business and you're working you know there's so many things that happen that we think we're already spread really thin and so i know when i was in that position before I went full time in real estate, I used to work with inner city kids for years and it was something that just fuels me. I love it. You know, love giving back, but I didn't have a chance to take a day off to drive down to Philadelphia and work, you know, with inner city kids. And so it's like, Oh, I'm pulled in all these directions, but I still have a heart to want to go do these things. And I didn't think I had the time. Right. So usually it's, I don't have time. I want to do this. And one day, this is, this is something I want to do one day. But if we put off one day too long, it's like, there's a piece missing there, you know, mm-hmm. this desire and this heart to want to move forward and we're not taking action on it. And I think we tell ourselves we can only do so much instead of saying, how can I make an impact even in a small way? You know, and if it, maybe you're not a big syndicator and you have an apartment unit, um. I ask myself, how can I be a blessing to my tenants? Just that one thing. Okay, I'm buying a property that makes financial sense, but I have a young single mom who's, who's you know, has a baby and she's struggling to pay rent because she can't afford diapers. Why don't I show up and knock on her door and give her a pack of diapers and hug her and tell her that I'm there for her and I care about her? Yes, I still need to make money, but in those small ways we can impact the women that are right in front of us without having to, you know, take time off and make a long-term commitment to something else. Just, you know, make a commitment that you're going to make an impact on one woman this month in your business in some way. Um, so it's, it's small ways. And I think the other thing is we as women put a lot of pressure on ourselves that we have to have it all figured out. We have to do it ourselves. When we start to say, who can I do this with? And how can I... pay? play a small role in this but work with other people that also have that same heart and let each of us take a small piece we can do amazing things together that don't add an extra burden and a huge amount of time because we're all doing our part in a small way that adds up to really meaningful impact in a big way in our businesses
1: yeah i love that and it you know i think it also i think it also comes back to For us to know what kind of social impact we want to make, we need to be really clear. Like, what's important to us? Who do we want to serve? And so that just popped in my head. Like you said, one woman. Is it you know what does that look like? I know for me when I started our journey, me and my husband started our journey. We wanted to transform transform lives through real estate, and we didn't know what that meant. But we really want to make a difference in in urban in urban communities. That was our that was our goal. That was our focus, and it it evolved. Right? It it, it looked it, it looked differently than when we started to look differently as we evolved and that's, that's okay. That's good because you're, you know, things shift, things move, but being clear on like what in this is important to me and who do I want to serve and how do I serve them in a small way? Um, is great or a big way to your point on Like you don't have to do it all. You can do it with others. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great. Um, Keely, how about you? Any other, any other ideas for you around, um, you know, what stops women? You know, sometimes with with this, you know, social impact. Just the term "social impact," quite honestly, is a big term. It could feel big. It could feel like, whoa, who am I to make a social impact? Yeah, I, I mean, mean you know, there's women out there thinking social impact. Wow, that's big. I don't think I can. I can do that. So, what what are some thoughts you might have?
3: Well, there you go. It's just that it's the, it's the overwhelm, right? We get overwhelmed by our children. We get overwhelmed by our lives. We get overwhelmed by not having enough time. And let's, let's, let's like take a moment and talk about time. Anna Mm -hmm. touched on this. So, so many of us say, okay, I I want to, The yes, but yes, but I don't have enough time. Yes, but I don't have enough money. Yes, but I don't, but, 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 but let's remove the buts out of our lives and it's really like, it's um, almost like a mindset. Yes, we sometimes feel like we don't have enough time in the day. We don't have enough time as mothers to take care of our children. We don't have time as women to take care of ourselves. We don't have time to do all this, but I suggest for anyone that's listening to, to this, to us, reframe that. Tell yourself, I have all the time in the world even if it doesn't sound truthful. And I know we want to be truthful to ourselves, but you can make it truthful for yourself by creating that mindset shift, telling yourself you do have all the time in the world and then going out and creating it by either waking up earlier, not at not like not not sleeping. But waking up a little bit earlier, even if it's a half an hour in your day, imagine ladies what you can do in that half an hour, all of a sudden it becomes something that you can do. I have a really funny story. One of a gentleman that you all know, um, actually it was Eric Cabral told Jason and I, my husband and I, that we are the ugliest pretty people in the world.
4: What What the hell? Yes, I understand what does
3: that. that. Mean? <laughs> but uh, see, Liz understands it because what Jason and I do is we leap first. There are so many things in our life that we don't know everything. So we take the chance, we know enough, and then you take the leap. So when it comes to your life, when it comes to your business, when it comes, especially to social impact, which is what we're talking about, having an impact, especially in women's life, just take the leap. Even if it's in the smallest way, go, go and, you know, it's a big thing, but maybe go to a women's shelter. My mom used to work in a women's shelter when I was little and she used to bring me with her and I used to help out. And so from that to simply like Anna said, and this almost brought me to tears, just knocking on the door of a a single mama's apartment and handing her diapers Going and going out of your way, even if it's $100, giving $100, $20, $5 to to a woman in need, find it. I mean, we have the internet. There's so many ways that you can take that yes but and turn it into, I will do this now by taking those small steps into and creating that impact that you want to have regardless or whatever you want to have an impact in for us it's helping women and we're going to start by one or two or maybe three in one building and then giving a portion and giving it to a women's shelter whatever we can do to help but we're going to start and we're going to do and we're going to take those steps forward so it's really up to us as women as people to create that social impact to create that impact that we want to have by just simply starting love that
1: and it's one step at a time right we don't have to help a million people overnight which a lot of women just want to want to do right so i love that one step at a time
4: yang anything to share there in terms of uh that piece i mean yes to all of the above I'm all for starting small. Um, And as you know me as the scientist, I am also all for things that are concrete. I love that concrete action of impacting your own resident's life. Um, What I would add is, as the concrete, if you're the running number type of person, um, add that one line in your Calculation. Hey, you have cash flow of X, right? At that one line, don't name it for social impact. It's like this said, right? That's too big. Name it whatever cause you want to be. For example, impacting children's education, right? And just set it small 10%, 5%, 1%. See what that number looks like for you. Um, and you can i think everyone can do that if you're running number that's the perfect place to start if you haven't had any rental anything yet that's a perfect place to start right add a line you know what you and that hopefully can also get you excited that like hey it's not just i get this x cash flow per month but like hey i get to do this with my money for the people i care about um so i if you're the running number person um I would start there and just like everyone said, be consistent and uh, start small. And you know, like if you think about cash flow of what a hundred to two hundred dollars per unit, your ten percent gonna be ten dollars twenty, which is great. That's amazing. I would absolutely love that. Um and yeah, just start small and be consistent.
2: It's doable, right? It's doable. I, I'm gonna just play devil's advocate here. That's because (laughs) for the women that are listening that many of them might be thinking, well, number one, I'm not there yet. Number two, I need to take care of myself yet. And when I am financially free or when I have the experience or when I have x amount of doors then i'll take care of others but right now i need to take care of myself i need to look for myself and 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 i get that right but i i when i hear from you guys what what can you tell them not to the sense that to convince right because we are not in the business of convincing anybody of anything in the world, but shining a light and sharing a different perspective, uh, because if we all have to wait until we are "quote unquote" ready, prepared, experienced, you can name it, the impact of us not acting now, in my opinion, it's it's a negative impact. So I don't want. People to feel that they need to reach certain level in order for them to make an impact. So, Pilly, want to start with, with you? What are your thoughts on, on on that? My thoughts on that.
3: I, it's a fine line, right? Because we want we want you, oh listener. To take care of yourself. That is important. Self care. If you don't, I mean, we've heard this before if you don't fill your cup, you won't have anything to pour out of that cup into anybody else. But if you are using that as an excuse, you're using the when thought, like when I get this, when I do this, when I have a kabillion dollars, then it's an excuse. You're not actually, you're not actually. basing it in self-care, you're basing it in something else. Something else is stopping you that you're not letting go of. And whatever that is, figure it out. Because we could all say, when we have a 1,000 units, 2,000 units, 3,000 units, I will give one unit to a woman in need. When I have a million dollars in the bank account, but so much of that is waiting. So why wait? Why would you wait to live? Why would you wait to give? So this goes back to what we were saying previously, even if it's $5, that $5 could really help someone in need, regardless if she's a single mom trying to make ends meet, regardless if it is a gentleman that's on the street, regardless of it's a child who needs help, Whatever it is that you feel called to help, do it today. In fact, listen to this podcast and do it right now. We have, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you obviously have access to the internet. So jump on and find something that you can just like heal that part of your heart, that need, that you can jump in and help. And yes, though, take care of yourself. But don't let that stop you from just giving just that little bit, because especially if it's in your heart, because that will just eat away your heart and all that self-care isn't going to heal that until you give the value, until you, until you give as much as you, your heart wants to. Does that
1: make sense? Yeah. And what's, that, what's popping in my head right now? Always a lot of things that pop in my head. <laughs> Um, If you get to know me, right? Ladies listening are like, she's crazy. What is she going to say? But um, what's popping into my head is the power of for women to combine their roles. So often we have like the wife role. We have the mom role. We have the investor role. We have the service role. We have the changing lives role. And that feels very overwhelming if you stay in that. Like I have literally nine roles I have in my life. I don't know about you. Then you're like, oh no, I have another social impact role. (laughs) Wow, I'm good with the eight that I have. Instead, reframing to it, Peely, like you were saying, I like to say, you know, h- how can I meet this need and, and, and combine the roles that I'm in? And so for me, something I wanted to do something more give back in my local community. We're not investing yet in our local community, but I really wanted to do some give backs in a way that worked for my life, right? And, and work with, the, the, you know, having two young kids and, you know, a lot of things spinning. So I found this group called Lasagna Loves, really cool organization, but you pretty much, you get matched with people who um, are in need of a meal, literally, just by food. And I'm Italian. So I was like, I love this organization. Lasagna? And las- like the
2: food, lasagna? What's that? You sell lasagna? Like No, I don't sell
1: lasagna? it. I make a las- Like you literally make lasagnas for people in need of a meal. I like that. A lot. Yeah, so it was neat. So, so I said, okay, okay, how am I going to make lasagna and take care of my kids? I'm like, they're going to help me. You know? I know it seems like such an obvious thought, but it. so we go to the store. Bringing your kids to the store is like, seriously, you want to bang your head against the wall half the time. Regardless, we went and said, okay, I said, okay, go get the lasagna. And my daughter does this. And, um, and they're part of it. So we go home, we make, now this is an event, but it's an activity. Number one, something for them to do instead of watching the tube. B we're making it. And then they come with me. We go physically to the home and, and, and leave it there for them or whatever their arrangement is. So I'm not doing that every day. That would overwhelm me if I was making lasagna every day. But when it comes up and I get matched, it's a really cool opportunity to somehow incorporate my kids in that. Because, you know, as a mom, as a a woman, you're like, okay, it's either or. I'm either going to make the lasagna or I'm going to hang with my kids. Well, actually you could do both. And sometimes they don't do everything in lasagna making because then it'd be a mess, but they have a role, you know. So I just want to say that how can we combine our roles and our needs together could make that overwhelm feel less intense, um, because we're kind of checking off a few of our boxes. So I just wanted to share that really quick. Um,
0: As we we add to that, you know, I was thinking, you know, in terms of the small ways, when we really know what's important to us, and I think sometimes we don't take the time to think what's really, really, really important to us. If it's really important to us to, to make an impact outside of our immediate family in some way, The the question you always have to ask yourself is, if this is important to me, I will make time to do it. How much time do I have and where could I fit in some impact? So it doesn't have to be my, my vision is, you know, to create an apartment complex where, you know, it's all supporting women. Maybe that's your vision in the future. But even though that may be a five or 10 year vision, how can you do something today, this month, once a week, once a month, once a quarter, and asking yourself, how can I? And you you ended with that exact same thing, but that's really the key is is we think I can't because I have too many things. If it's important to you, ask how can you and and get in the habit of being creative and brain dumping and writing on a piece of paper. How are the ways I can create impact today? Um, and then who do I need? Who can I do this with? And just one example, you know, an apartment complex, i'm I'm invested in passively with a group that, Um, really inspired me to to take it to the next level with multifamily. And they add a small line, like Yang said, to their underwriting that's like community relations. You know, a lot of us will do, um, let's have a pool party for residents or let's have a movie night for residents. Well, what if I say, let's do a backpack drive where people bring backpacks for the kids and fill them with school supplies or How can I reach out to others in the community that have a mission to impact these kids that I want to impact or these single moms? I don't even have to take my time to be the one that shows up and that does it, but I can call the Children's Hunger Fund locally and say, hey, you can adopt my complex. I know you're looking for these projects. It's so important to me to impact my tenants that can I just connect with you and give you an open door to come and do something? And that little phone call that makes the connection might take me an hour to get the ball rolling, to bring in other people that have the time that I don't have to really make that impact that I want to make. So it's getting creative and thinking outside of the box and not thinking that you're the one that has to do it all if you want to make an impact. Ask yourself how you can make the impact, even with very limited time.
1: I love that. I And I think that's a perfect segue in in talking about how um, the four of you, you know, kind of came together with the Trailblazers project. So, um, and, and just if you want to kick that off, but I, I really, I think just that in, in and of itself is really cool how you, I don't know the first conversation, you would know that better than me. I remember mm-hmm. talking to you early on, but yeah. so tell us a little bit about the Trailblazers project. Tell us a little bit of how the four of you came together. And um Tell us about how the women listening can be part of it.
2: Yeah. So the, the in a nutshell, the Trailblazer project, it's a syndication project inspired and led by women like A to Z, had to toe. So the, the, there's three different pillars. The first one is that we want to honor the pioneers that came before us. So we will rename and rebrand the, the syndication project to honor those women. The other piece is that we want to impact women in transition that need support. So we will collaborate with nonprofit organizations and dedicate a few units to not just support those women, but while they are staying in our uh, apartments, they're going to receive financial um, education because we want to make sure that they are prepared to, to, to move Along, and the third piece was, of course, we want to connect with uh, passive investors that have that in their heart. Besides, of course, the return on their investment, they want to invest in projects that have a social impact. And we were only able to come together to do this because we leverage, we leverage our experience. We are working together, the the four of us here. Directly, and of course, the the real estate investor um as one important piece of it. But we leverage, we leverage our skill set, and we are doing that's the beautiful thing, right? When I came to all of you, I was like, I know how busy they are. I do. I know it's a, it's a, I, let me just share with you this idea. Uh, but in the back of my head i was like i know how freaking busy they are but then i was like but the impact the how powerful this team can can be that was bigger than any of my other concerns and um and i was very grateful to have all of you just joining uh and and becoming like part of of this you know this this family where we are progressing along with the project on our own terms and 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 really like focusing on on our core genius, so Yang is leading the underwriting. she's a scientist who dances salsa, so think about it like really, really <laughs> narrowing down the numbers and creative on that. She's taking the lead on that. Anna she's gonna be leading the community um support for 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 the woman and her experience uh having different partnerships and um only i i don't i lost how many doors on a more than two thousand doors right now i don't know how many doors you have but needless to say very powerful on that and raising the private money uh so it's so it spilly too with so many doors under the belt but the 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 asset management which is such a important uh topic so to me i'll I'll give the floor to Anna and Pili and Yang to share more a little bit about why let me ask you guys why did you accept my invitation to 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 come and join this project? Uh Pilly wanna get started. Oh I don't hear you Pili.
4: It's because it's you. Aww. That's why
3: It was you asked, and I think Yang and and Anna will agree. We invest in people. Had it been someone I don't know, I mean, with the same value, with the same thought process, same business, even if you said, I have a building, if I don't know you, I'm not going to invest in you. And I feel like, and I'm going to get like all like mushy right now, I feel like we've grown up together. So Liz, and Andressa, I, and I speak for a, like thousands of women out there. We have grown up with the invest her community. You know, I was going to say nation, but let's go with community because <laughs> of the, the help, the drive, the force that you've already been for women. So I knew, and we've already talked about this before, we, we leverage each other. We leverage each other's skill sets. We leverage each other's minds. We leverage each other's hearts to take those steps forward together. So by ourselves, myself, Anna, Young, both of you, we've taken steps alone. We've taken steps with other people to help women. We have, we have platforms that educate women that we have tried to take those steps alone. But together, whew, together, we've just started. So honestly, like I could go into the numbers, I could go into like our, like, our shared whatevers, but it's because it's you. You asked and I was like, yes, all the yeses. <laughs> so thank you for asking.
2: Oh my gosh. And, and it's because of you that, I mean, it's the same thing. I, I want you to, to be part of it. When I thought about all of you, like it was you. It was you as a person where you stand in the world. That's, that's, the, that's the same reason why I chose you too.
1: <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, you. Think, I think it was really cool. Um, you can't you give each other a virtual hug, but you can't give each yeah. other a real hug right now, unfortunately. Um, so I think what's really neat about this project. And and although I have not, they, these ladies are meeting and doing so many things to get to, to, to launch this. What I and I and, and know that my heart and energy are with all of with you on your weekly calls. But I, I would not. But and what's really exciting is where Invest Her is going to like just be a huge megaphone. As, as you grow and connecting the, the the projects and that's why you guys are on today and that's why it's on our website like literally the main page so we are just like the investor community is just like behind you because if if we do nothing else to create a project that has women leading it running it uh investing in it m- making money and making a difference simultaneously I mean, the world is going to know about this project and the multiple projects that come after it. So just you ladies are doing amazing here. And I'm just so appreciative that Investor has a role in this um, and, and is going to be like, you know, the megaphone here. Um, and, and so, Betty, uh, anyway, I just wanted to say awesome. that. Um, Anna, you know, anything else to add there in terms of where you see this going? Where, where can the women listening be helpful?
0: Yeah, you know, I think in terms of why I said yes to Andressa is it's that that um, connectedness to the same really compelling vision, which is to really make a meaningful impact on the lives of other people and on the lives of other women. And when your core values of who you are and that compelling vision of what you want to do meets people that have compassion and courage and confidence and the competence to get it done, it raises all of us to really be able to take that impact to the next level. So being able to do what we're all really good at individually, right, but leverage our time, leverage our resource, leverage the areas that are kind of our core genius to really be able to impact not only the lives of the women that are going to live in our complexes, but really impact our investors as well. So when we talk about other women that that have that same desire and that heart of compassion that they want to make good money, they want to make a return, they want to be more passive so that they have time to do what's most important to them, but they know that they're making an impact with their dollars, even if they can't put in all that time that they, they don't think they have for years and years and allow them the passive income that comes from owning real estate that creates wealth. And so again, you can you can have both. You can create wealth and have impact. And I would argue that when you do these kind of projects where you really impact the community and they know that their owners care about them, it fuels retention. It decreases the number of people that aren't going to pay or that are gonna skip or they're gonna take off. Because when they know they're cared for and they're loved, they want to stay in that community and tell other people about it because it is so rare. And so just knowing that we can do well financially for our own families, do well financially for our investors, and empower and impact women and rise them up within the, in our complexes that they can go impact other people, there's nothing more inspiring to me to make a meaningful impact on so many women simply by coming together with a group of women who have the same heart, the same mission and the same vision. So I would just encourage you know, any of the listeners, maybe you're not at a place where you think you can be the one that runs the apartment complex or that makes the, the impact tangibly or has the time, but you can join with a project like this that is aligned with your core values and be able to do it in a way that makes an impact, but that's also a wise financial decision for you and for your own family, which is really important to us and a, a, an important piece of this.
1: Yeah, and, we, and we've seen that in just, what what if you had one or two just introductory webinars and the, the response from our community has been enormous. So I think that's just gonna only grow, which is really exciting. And um, Andressa, anything else you wanna share about? Uh, just wanna as we, as
2: we end Yang, with the, the guests. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. floor before we close it. So Yang, right. for you, what what came up for you?
4: Um, so when Andressa asked me this, um, we were at the beginning stage and we're not quite sure what market, like the logistic were there, and I definitely hop on as a yes. And like I'll, you know, everyone said it's because of you, Andresa. Like the the mission of the project definitely resonated with me so much, and just knowing the community list and Andresa built so far, it it's it, when I, so over the weekend, we had that mastermind event and there is a card that we write down. Um, and definitely one of those in there was for the Trailblazer project that I wrote down. Oh. And the, um, I don't even know how to describe the ad- adjective, but I just wrote, get out of bed full. Like it's something that would prompt me to that purpose that would drive me to show up every day, right? Um, and like everyone said, I you know, this is actually the first project that I work on with partners. Um, so to everyone said about having that accountability, having that leverage, um, we set uh, doing this podcast on Monday, and today is Wednesday. And um, usually, I would be a uh, uh, what? You gotta do a podcast in two days? Like what the heck? <laughs> Um, So this is why we have partners because other people be like, yeah, let's do it. And I'm so happy to be here. Um, But yeah, I think it's just leverage the power of the community, the power of partners um, and just do what like I love underwriting. So I can get to do what I love to do. Why be a part of this amazing project? Um, And so for anyone out there like you uh, like you know honestly you don't have to have any doors even to participate you can participate no matter where you are at on the journey if this mission Ren is Ren is Ren, uh, if this one agrees with you this is what's in your heart like join us i we would love to have you
2: that's awesome so for all of you that want to get more information about this project and how can we can you be part of it, you can go to the slash trailblazer. Um, and ladies, for all of you that want to know more about Peely's story, background, Anna and Yang, we're going to add their bios and contact information on our show notes as well. So ladies, I cannot thank you enough for saying yes to my invitation and to be here today it really means a lot to me to like lock arms with you and you know wake up every day and move move forward towards the this this journey i can see very very clear um the impact that we're going to make not in just one person but that person that got impacted i feel that she's going to impact Many others, and those others that got impacted are going to create like this, you know, happiness chain effect that is going to go for generations to come. So, thank you so much for being here today, and thank you so much for playing the arena with us. Thank you, Andressa. We're honored to be a part of it. Thank you so much. Thank you,
4: everyone. Thank you. Thank you, ladies, for being
2: on. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews,